When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoy, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, what's going on, man? Hey, man, it's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be alive. Yes. Um, I love that song. Uh, it's a great day to be alive. <laughs> you see, I don't... Wait a minute, wait a minute. That that sounds like uh, Travis Trent right there. Like, you give me the Travis Trent voice. Yeah, I mean, I... Is that who sings it? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I, but the voice and how you set that up, I was like, man, that sounds like Travis Trent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just like that song. I've, I've been on kind of a country kick really since Nashville. I went, you know, when I went to Nashville, I went and listened to some live music. So now ever since then, I've, you know, fallen in love with some uh, some old school country music. But uh, um, <laughs> anyways, Nick, good intro, good intro to the podcast there talking about old school country music. We got a lot to get to today, Nick. Uh obviously the Chiefs coming up this week. Uh and, and and but one thing I wanted to lead with though, Nick, is I know you were at practice yesterday. I was too. We ended up talking to the same guys uh in the locker room and uh, I think we got kind of the same answers too, but uh we both ended up talking to Josie Jewel and Alex Singleton and you and I had talked about him about both of them I think after the post game podcast. Uh, and just talking about how well they've played. And uh, that's kind of a story I'm writing this week for the Denver Gazette is just kind of that duo uh, and why they fit so well together. And so I, I want to hear what you heard from those two guys. I know for me, talking to them, um, it just seems kind of like they got like this bromance going on, Nick. I don't know what it is about those two guys, but they're playing high-level football right now. I mean, you could argue they're playing some of the best football on the team. Uh, Josie Jewell talked about how this is the most fun he's had playing uh and that's because of guys like alex but also ajiro evero letting those guys kind of play free at that inside linebacker spot what was kind of your takeaway from your conversation with those two guys yeah i mean these guys really like one another uh it's kind of the uh when you if you go back and watch that movie step brothers remember when the guys finally uh, realized hey they have something in common and uh they start to kind of come together catalina wine mixer uh, comes to mind. But yeah, these two guys really like one another and they play well off of each other. And you, you mentioned bromance. And, that, and to me, that's exactly what they have because when you go in the locker room, they're always smiling. And, and you're thinking, based on what you've seen from this team thus far, 
everyone should be down in the depths and especially those two guys. But no, it's a, it's a total opposite. So I, I love the enthusiasm that they still have for this game. And, and for me, that's the thing that allows them to go out there and play with one another, George, is the fact that uh, the, the love of the game. And when you look at both players and you say, okay, well, around the league, they're not viewed as being uh, top tier linebackers, you know, independently of one another. But collectively, you know, one guy, you know, got Josie Jewell and Alexander Sing Alex Singleton, they're playing well together. And it's reading off one another. I had, a, you know, you, I think you might've been standing there when I was talking to uh, Singleton and I was asking him, yo, why is it that you are able to anticipate uh, run fit the way that you are? And he told the story about, you know, being a kid and being coached by his dad and his dad having a door and not being able to see behind the door. But the idea was, okay, you got to get around the door to be in a solid place where you can actually make a tackle. And, uh, and from his explanation, that's how he views every single tackle, almost like backyard football when he was with, he was a, uh, with his father and his father bringing the bringing this door out, which is probably one of the craziest things I've ever heard, but it is helping him. But whatever it is, whatever they continue to do, sitting down with one another side by side in the lunch hall or even in that linebacker room, whatever they're doing is working. Yeah, I think it's interesting. You you, you give that story of, of Singleton and his dad. I, I think that what that speaks to is these guys are just good football players, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think of you know, when you talk about like even college football or, or high school kids, right? Uh, you think of kids that, you know, are five stars. They're the top athletes. Everybody wants them. Uh, but you also need on your football team, Nick, and you know this, you just need solid, good football players. They may not be the most athletically gifted. They may not be, uh, you know, the five-star kid coming out of high school. Uh, I mean, you look at Josie Jewell, played at Iowa. I don't think he was highly recruited but became a really solid player at Iowa, gets drafted. And then you look at Alex Singleton's story, plays at Montana State in college. I mean, really was not recruited at all. Plays in the CFL for a few years, works his way up. And then all he's done in the NFL is lead every team he's been at in tackles. I mean, you look at his last two years at the Eagles, led the team in tackles. He comes to Denver, everybody's like, oh, he's just a, he's a special teams guy. He's going to be a, you know, a depth guy. And all of a sudden, he's leading the team in tackles with 107 this year. I mean, he's on pace to have a career year, and he's had some really good years in previous seasons. So I, I think that that's what makes him so good is, is, sure, they're not the guys. They're not Roquan Smith, right, who we just saw this last week, who can go sideline to sideline with anybody uh, in the league. But they're just really smart, instinctual, good football players, and you need guys like that on your team. The one thing I wanted to ask you, though, Nick, is because they both talked about uh, a zero Evero and the defense that they're playing in and what, what has allowed them to be so successful is him. Uh, what is it about the scheme they're running and those sorts of things that is allowing them to play so freely? Because we've seen Josie Jewell before and he's been a, a nice player, right? But he's on a different level this year. And I, I know some of that's just him getting better, more comfortable. I believe he's in what his fourth, fifth year now in the league, but it sounds like it's also a result of what, what they're running defensively. Yeah, I mean, the one thing in the NFL, uh, no matter whether you're considered a top-tier player or a kind of fringe player just trying to uh, make your way in the league, it, it's all about fit. And if you go back to that Rams defense that won a Super Bowl uh, a year ago, you look at how uh, they kept their linebackers clean. That was based on what they did up front with their D-line. That's why it was so important 
to see Draymond Jones take that next step. That's why so it was so important to bring DJ Jones here as, as well because the idea is knowing what you have at the linebacker position. They, they, these two guys, Alex Singleton and Josie Jill, what 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 they what they remind me of a, a you know the blue collar attitude, right? And this is why you know the Broncos of fans should get behind this defense. Once again, this team I know is struggling, but I mean get behind these two players because to me they they personify. Uh, that blue collar attitude. And we know everyone wants to be a CEO of a company that may not ever happen. But when I look at these two guys, man, you know, they may not be the CEOs, but they are the guys that are in that boardroom pounding that table to getting everyone else in that company to kind of move forward and move ahead. And that's just why I, I feel as though this defense, you know, goes as well as those two guys go. If they're having a bad day, that means everything else is going to fall apart. But that tells you, about Jiro Evero and how he set things up from the very beginning when he got here. And he said, listen, I want to build out this defense because I know what we don't have. And, and that's not kind of a slight to those two players, but how can I set them up to do their job well? And no, when you look at these guys, they're not the, your, your 265-pound linebackers. And even, even I, I don't think that those types of linebackers will be successful in today's game. But they they for who they are, they do a great job of going out there and making plays and they're going to be needed this week against the Kansas city chiefs because the chiefs can spread you out. You need smart guys who can line up. They know how the team is trying to attack them, but also they can get down here and make tackles. So those two guys are going to be the key cogs for this Broncos uh, game on Sunday. If they want to stay in the game and hope to win it as well. Yeah, and I know we're going to dive into some of the Chiefs here in a minute, especially Travis Kelsey and, and those two guys. Um, you know, I don't know if they'll be matched up necessarily one-on-one -on -one with Travis Kelsey, but they're going to be around him a lot, uh, and, and their job's going to be trying to slow him down. So going to be interesting to see how they attack that. One thing I wanted to talk to, Nick, about what, what they kind of said to us, Nick, is they are having fun, and you mentioned that. Uh, and I think that that's – you know, look – no one's happy, right? I don't want I don't want that to be a misconception that anybody in that locker room is happy about losing games. Uh, but what can it do for a locker room, Nick, that obviously the season hasn't gone its way, but when you have guys playing at a high level, uh, you've also got guys, you know, Alex Singleton, he's on a one-year deal. I mean, he's got a lot to play for these last five games, right? If he keeps playing the way he is, he's probably going to secure himself – uh, an extended contract, maybe come back. I know I, I asked him about that yesterday, and he said, yeah, I want to be back in Denver. Uh, they've given me an opportunity not a lot of teams have. I'd love to be back here, play with Josie again, you know, next season and maybe beyond. You know, when you have the 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 having fun attitude and also, hey, we still got a lot to play for individually as well these last five games, what can that do for maybe a locker room that I know isn't winning right now, uh, but uh, can that be a positive thing, I guess, in the last five games? Yeah, it can definitely be a positive uh, because, once again, when things are not going well in your life, right, and, and we're talking about a spectator sport where everyone has a phone and everyone is an analyst and a critic and you get it real time. You know, sometimes the idea is to become down on yourself, right, to, to be upset, to yell, and I know that's some of what our, our local counterparts here in the media want and the fans want that as well. They want to see that raw emotion from players, but sometimes emotion that you need to show in this situation, George, is just being happy, being happy that you have the ability to play 
in the NFL, no, things are not going well. And I'm not saying that guys are just running around the locker room high-fiving, but when you are struggling, the last thing you want to do is just feel sorry for yourself. If you do that, one, you can't go out there and do your job. And two, you or someone else runs the risk of getting injured. So watching those guys just, you know, attack practice, always happy, right, in this particular situation, to me, you always have a chance. And this is why, even with the offensive struggles this season, George, we've seen this defense consistently play well because they understand, I, I guess, the pressure that they on, uh, they're under as a team standpoint, but also from a defensive standpoint. And when you're staring at odds like that, man, you have to at least smile because you have to say, man, this is crazy. This is fun, funny that we constantly find ourselves in this situation, but we have to take this kind of lighthearted approach if we want to go out there and do our and do our job and actually do it to a level where we give ourselves an opportunity to win these football games. And that's something that they have done. Yeah, you know, I I just again I, I think it's a it's a good attitude to have right now. Those guys are obviously clicking. Um I, I also wanted to ask you too, Nick. You know, you obviously played a long time in the league and at that safety position. It seems like when the inside linebackers and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when they're playing well uh, and their communication is really good, which is what, again, they talked about yesterday. And I talked to a few other guys in the locker room yesterday about that. It kind of spreads throughout the defense, right? Like like the defensive line is playing better because of it. Uh, you've got the I mean, I don't know about the corners. I guess they're kind of on an island on their own sometimes, but. The safeties are playing better. Like they're they're the heart of that defense, right? I mean, can you kind of speak to that of like when those guys are are clicking, kind of the whole defense clicks, right? Well, yeah, that's why those guys have that green dot on their helmet, uh, George. They they're uh, uh, looked at as being the signal calls and the leaders of the defense. You look around the other thirty one teams in the NFL, you'll see pretty much the same thing. If the linebackers are playing well, that means guess what? You don't have to add a safety down in the box to help out with the run. Now that guy can roam around and be an extra defender in, in the passing game uh, as well. So those linebackers are, are really important. And for me, when I played with the Denver Broncos, I played with some, some good linebackers, Al Wilson and John Mobley. And then after Mobley was injured, then it was Al Wilson and Ian going and DJ Williams. And it was great to kind of watch those guys in front of you run around and make tackles. And when, when they're playing well, now, as a safety, you can come up and you can clean up every single thing. We've seen Kareem Jackson uh, come in and just kind of like smash a guy and do his patting, you know, you know, like he's a credible Hulk type of flexing. But when you're only able to do that when those linebackers are making things easier for you. And like I said before, when we've seen this linebacker core maybe against Brees Hall that one time against the Jets, that was a problem. When we saw them against Josh Jacobs and Jacobs was just running mad against his Broncos defense, then that made it bad for the guys in the back end because that means that that, lot, that running back was down in your chest and that's 12 to 14 yards uh, deep down the field. So it, it proved to be problematic when your linebackers are not playing well. But we've seen both Singleton and Jewel play exceptionally well and play off of one another. If they continue to do that, Heading into Sunday, it makes it easy for Azura Evero because, like I said, now you can dedicate another safety to try to take away those crossing routes, which the Broncos will see against Kansas City. Who do you think uh, wins the battle for most tackles this season, Nick, Alex or, or Josie? Yeah, I th- I'm going to go with uh, Alex, right? Because here's the great thing about playing 
alongside of another guy who's as uh, as aggressive as you and playing on that second level, sometimes he allows you to make those tackles because he eats up the blocks and you just play off of him. I mean, that's something I talked to Singleton about, and that's one thing he said he learned from his dad and, and coming up as a kid. Hey, have an ability to anticipate, know where the offense is going to go and how they're trying to attack, and then let everyone else get there first, and then you just flow, and you now you're the free hitter. So I'm going to go with Alex Singleton. What do you think? Well, I mean, Alex is way ahead right now, um, and it's because he's played, uh, obviously, more games. He's played in uh, 12 games, uh, so he's played in every game. I uh, started eight of them. Josie's played in eight. Obviously, he's been a little banged up. Josie's at 85 right now, uh, and Alex is at 107. And both both would are, are if they stay healthy the rest of the year, both are probably going to surpass their previous uh, career totals. I, I believe Josie's is – let me see here. I'm looking – uh, 113 in 2020. I think Josie will get to that number uh, in the last five games. And then you look at uh, Alex Singleton. He had 137 last year for the Eagles. So uh, he's on pace, you know, to to probably reach that. Uh, so you're talking about career years for these guys. I mean, that's that's impressive. And, and hats off to them. Again, been a tough season for the Broncos. But those are two guys that I think deserve to be highlighted, especially considering, I mean, you and I talked about it, Nick. That was a position a lot of people didn't think was honestly very good coming yeah. into the season. Uh, a lot of people were down on on that position, and, and those two guys have have rose to the occasion. So uh, good on them, Nick. We have a lot to get to uh, about the Chiefs. Uh, we talked a little bit about Kelsey there. We're going to dive into a little bit more of that after we take a quick break uh, right here. 